Hi everyone, I'm Aura Ogorian with ACAP Advisors and Accountants and welcome to another edition of the ACAP Recap where we go behind the blog and answer some of your most important questions. According to a survey, between 13 and 20% of Americans own some sort of cryptocurrency, the bulk of them being either Bitcoin or Ethereum. Uh, apps like Coinbase and Robinhood make it super easy for people to really dart in and out of these types of cryptocurrencies. For example, according to Coinbase, the average holding period for Bitcoin is 89 days and the average holding period for Ethereum is 74 days. But what, must, what most people don't realize is the tax implications of going in and out of these cryptocurrencies, using the pay for stuff, getting compensated by cryptocurrencies. All these things have tax consequences. And today we're going to talk about all the different tax consequences of owning, trading and being compensated by cryptocurrencies. So stay tuned and we'll go right into it. But before we begin, remember to subscribe, like, and share our channel. And if there's a topic that you want us to cover, be sure to include it in the comment section below or send us a message and we will cover it in a future video. Whether or not to invest in crypto is not covered in this video. That's actually covered in a different video and an article. The objective of this video is to mostly talk about the taxation of crypto. As cryptocurrencies become more and more used on a day-to-day -day basis by people, especially when you can buy a car with crypto, or in a lot of cases, a lot of NFL or uh, uh, athletes that want to get compensated in cryptocurrencies. For all these reasons, the IRS has really raised their antenna and their scrutiny of cryptocurrencies and how they're going to be taxed. So today we're going to go through all the different iterations of taxation and how it's going to affect you, whether if you're getting paid in crypto or if you're buying things with cryptocurrencies and what are some of the reporting requirements that you have to keep in mind as you're doing your taxes, especially this time of year when it's tax season. One question I hear often is how is the income from cryptocurrencies currencies taxed? And the, the answer is there is no income from cryptocurrencies uh, because unlike stocks, bonds or real estate, cryptocurrency doesn't actually produce any income. The only time you pay tax on cryptocurrency is when it's traded, when it's exchanged, when it's mined, or if it's received as compensation for income or any other type of income. When you buy cryptocurrency, there's no tax implications. It's only when you do any one of those things. Now, when the IRS adds something on the front page of the tax return, which is a very high real estate area on the tax return, that means that they are very in tune with this and zeroing in on the cryptocurrencies. Now, the question is, at any time during the year, did you receive, sell, exchange, or otherwise dispose of any financial interest in virtual currencies? Like I said, that's a very important question that should not be taken lightly. Whether or not you should answer yes to this or no depends on what type of transaction you had in virtual currency during the year. If the only thing you did was buy virtual currency, then you can answer no, there's no tax implication on there. However, if you did any of the following items, then you need to write yes on that question 
and you need to be prepared to show records of what that transaction was. So for example, if you had receipt of virtual currency as a payment for goods and services, so if you sold something and you got virtual currency, you need to mark yes on that question. If you received virtual currency because of a transfer of another virtual currency, even without providing any consideration, then you need to uh, mark yes. If you receive virtual currency for free without providing any consideration, let's say if it was a gift, then there's no tax uh, implication on that. However, you still need to report that. You still need to say yes that you had on that question, you need to mark yes on there. If you receive virtual currency as a result of mining or if, like, uh, or if you have what's called a, a hard fork, then also you need to mark yes on that question uh, on the tax return. If you exchange any virtual currency during the year, whether if it's for another virtual currency, for property or even goods or services, you should also mark yes on that question. If you had a sale of virtual currency, obviously, then you should mark yes. So if you sold your virtual currency for US dollars, you need to mark yes on that. Or if you had any type of disposition of a financial interest in virtual currency, then you need to mark yes for that question on the tax return. The next question is how is cryptocurrency or the transactions of cryptocurrency reported to the IRS? If you use Coinbase or Robinhood or PayPal, there's a lot of other apps out there that allow you to trade cryptocurrencies, then those apps or custodians or brokers are required to report those transactions to the IRS. Now those transactions could be in the form of a 1099 miscellaneous, 1099B or 1099K, but regardless of whether or not you get any one of those types of uh, reporting uh, uh, reports, you still need to uh, report that on your tax return, mark yes on that question that I mentioned earlier, and know that the IRS is aware of these transactions and they're expecting you to either pay tax on it or report it on your tax return. Another question I receive often is, do I owe tax if I exchange one virtual currency for another? And the answer is absolutely yes because when you exchange one currency for another or one virtual currency for another, you're essentially trading one asset, you're selling one asset, and you're using the proceeds to buy another. And when you sell that one asset, it could create a taxable event for you. What I mean by could is, let's assume you bought Bitcoin and you paid $1,000 for it, and now you wanna sell that and buy, you wanna, you wanna buy Ethereum, and you sell and now value Bitcoin's $1,200. Well, if you sell it, now you're gonna have a $200 capital gain and you have to pay tax on that $200. But if the value of Bitcoin is $800 and you sell it, now you've got a $200 capital loss that you can offset against your ordinary income later on. So depending on the value of that cryptocurrency on the date you sell it, may or may not dictate whether or not you actually owe taxes on that sale or exchange. Of course, when the subject of exchanges comes to play, the question always comes up, does, can I do a 1031 on my virtual currency? Now, if you're not familiar with a 1031 exchange, we have another video that describes what a 1031 exchange is. But the short answer is no. Unfortunately, you cannot do a 1031 exchange with one cryptocurrency to another or one virtual currency to another. And you definitely cannot do a 1031 exchange from a virtual currency to real estate, which is what a 1031 exchange typically involves with. A 1031 exchange is when you exchange one real property for another. So the short answer is unfortunately, no, you cannot do a 1031 exchange on virtual currency. Another question I've, I receive is whether or not you can donate your cryptocurrencies 
to charity? And the answer is yes. And not only can you donate it, but you can get a tax deduction for that donation. So very similar to when you donate stock or other appreciated assets, you can do the same thing with your cryptocurrency. And when you do that, you would complete your, your portion of your tax return for itemized deductions, and it would be a non-cash contribution. Now keep in mind, it doesn't make sense to donate the cryptocurrency unless you've got significant appreciation in it, because if you have, if the value has gone down from what you bought it, you wanna sell it and actually deduct that loss on your tax return. Now let's talk about how you record a cryptocurrency or a virtual currency transaction on your tax return. As I mentioned earlier, you can donate your cryptocurrency and if you do so, you can get a tax deduction on your tax return. And the way you would report it is just as you would a regular cash contribution or a non-stack, non-cash contribution on Schedule A of your tax return. Uh, and you would have to itemize deductions. So if you don't itemize, then it probably doesn't make sense to, to donate the cryptocurrency because unless you donate enough of it, where it would go via the standard deduction. The other way that you'd report it on your tax return is if you sold, transferred, uh, or purchased anything with your cryptocurrency. So let's assume that you have you bought some Bitcoin or you bought some Ethereum, and now you've used that to buy a cup of coffee or you bought a, a Tesla or you bought something with it. Then you have to fill out what's called a Form 8949 and a Schedule D on your tax return, which is the same form that you complete if you sold any stock or bond or real estate. Uh, if you received any type of virtual currency or cryptocurrency as compensation. As I mentioned earlier, now all the rage is people, uh, NFL players or NBA players getting paid in Bitcoin. If that's the case, then you have to complete what's called the Schedule C, uh, which is non-employee compensation. Now, even if you don't, let's assume you get $100,000 of, uh, of crypto or virtual currency in Schedule C and you don't sell it, uh, you would assume that there's no tax liability. But the reality is if you receive it as compensation, that means you have to pay payroll tax on it. So be careful if you ever get a 1099 miscellaneous or a 1099 NEC where you've received virtual currency as compensation, even if you don't sell it, you have to pay payroll tax on it and that's gonna be payable in US dollars. So keep that in mind if you ever receive any type of compensation like that. The other form that you have to complete if you receive uh, any type of virtual currency or cryptocurrency is Schedule E if you receive rent or royalties or any type of partnership income. So if that's the case, you'd have to complete Schedule E on your tax return. Now, if you do Schedule E, then there's a thing called passive activity loss uh, limitations. And that applies when you have passive activities, such as rental properties or a type of investment that you're not actively involved with. And there are certain loss limitations associated with that that would also apply if you receive crypto or virtual currency as a, um, as a form of rental income or uh, partnership income or royalties. Now, what if you're a business and you sell a product or a service in exchange for virtual currency or cryptocurrency? In that situation, it would be the same thing as if you earned US dollars. You would report income at the fair market value of that virtual currency or cryptocurrency on the date of receipt. So let's assume you sold some bicycles and uh, the, uh, the value of that sale of bicycles was uh, $10,000 and you received virtual currency where the fair market value on the date of sale was $10,000. So you report that as income. Now you don't pay any capital gains taxes yet, unless 
you or until you sell that virtual currency and then you buy and you use that money either to pay for expenses or buy something else. So let's continue with the same example. You sold these bicycles and you received $10,000 worth of virtual currency. And now you want to use $10,000 of it to buy some equipment or more uh, or pay for salaries. If you convert that to US dollars and upon that conversion, the amount that a virtual currency you receive is now worth $11,000, you have to pay capital gains tax on that $1,000 difference. So keep that in mind if you ever receive virtual currency or cryptocurrency in exchange for selling a product or a service. So earlier I mentioned if you receive any type of cryptocurrency or virtual currency as, a, as an employee, you have to pay payroll tax on it if you and report it on your Schedule C. Now, what if you're the employer and you pay employees in virtual currency, which you can do. However, if you do that, keep in mind that you are the, as the employer, also need to pay payroll tax. And that payroll tax is only payable in US dollars. Another question that comes up is what if you're a miner and you mine cryptocurrency? Well, if that's the case and you successfully mine any type of virtual crypto, virtual currency or cryptocurrency, you have to report income on the fair market value of the date that you actually receive that cryptocurrency. Now let's talk about what will happen if you don't report the virtual currency transactions on your tax return. As I mentioned earlier, the IRS is really cracking down on not only individuals, but also the brokers that uh, help individuals transact in virtual currency. So they're going after companies like uh, Coinbase and Robinhood and asking them for information on their users so that way they know what type of trades they're doing. Now let's assume that you don't report this on your tax return. What's the IRS going to do? Well, they're going to send you one of three notices. One of them is going to be a letter 6173. If you get one of these letters, beware because this is a very serious letter. It means you have to respond to this letter. It's saying that the IRS is saying they know you did some virtual currency transactions you didn't report it and now you have to um you have to send us some documentation saying why you did not report it again this is a really serious letter so if you get one of these a 6173 make sure that you respond to it in a timely manner and that you have all your documentation the other letter that you're probably going to get is called the 6174. now the 6174 is a little bit less uh threatening than the 6173 it's saying that they think they know that you probably transacted in some virtual currencies, but they want you to uh, for you to uh, self uh, report yourself and amend your tax return. So it doesn't require a response to the letter itself, but they want you to re-review the tax return that you filed and determine whether or not you need to make an amendment to the tax return. The last letter that you might receive is called the CP, actually it's called the 6174A, which is very similar to the 6174, but the only difference is now they're saying that they might send you some additional correspondence asking you for some more additional information. So the, the correspondence is not going to end with just that 6174 that they initially sent you. Uh, the last one they're going to send you is called the CP2000 notice. And that CP2000 notice is saying, uh, they, the IRS received some information on what you reported, and then you reported some information, but the two don't match. So for example, if the IRS received documentation from Coinbase that you sold $5,000 worth of uh, Bitcoin, but on your tax return, you only put 
that you sold $1,000 worth of Bitcoin. Well, now there's a discrepancy and the CP2000 notice is saying, why is there a discrepancy? And we wanna see their, your documentation. There's a lot of resources on the IRS website. I highly recommend you go look at it, especially if you do a lot of trading or investments in cryptocurrency. And we're gonna have those links right below in the comment section. So thank you very much for joining us for another edition of the ACAP Recap, where we went really deep into the taxation of virtual currency. And if you've got any questions or comments, please put them below. If you've got a topic that you want us to cover in a future uh, presentation, also let us know. And lastly, be sure to subscribe, like, and share our channel.